Hey, hey, fire starters coming back at you with another absolutely fantastic guest episode. I'm so excited about this one because we talk a lot about business and marketing and all of those types of things on the show. And yes, we get into a lot of personal development, but this particular episode is going to be a little bit different and I am thrilled about it. So I am sitting down today with my very dear friend and health and fitness coach and founder of the live fit girls, Deanna Dorman and Deanna and I are getting into a conversation about why neglecting your health is actually going to be really detrimental to your business. And so Deanna is giving us tons of tips on how to avoid that and how to avoid that burnout when it comes to your health and make sure that you're really taking care of it so that your business can thrive. So a little bit of a different episode than you're maybe used to on the show, but it is so, so good. And I am just not going to hold you up anymore. So let's go ahead and dive in with Deanna. Hey there, gorgeous. And welcome to the females on fire podcast, where we talk all things marketing, business, and personal development. I'm your host, Haley Luckadoo, the marketing coach, motivational speaker, and Dr. Pepper lover with a mission to connect you with the most incredible women I can find and the tools you need to chase those crazy audacious dreams of yours. So welcome to the club, Firestarter. Now let's turn that spark of an idea into a wildfire of success. Ready for four days that will change your life, Firestarter? The Females on Fire Summit is back for its third round, taking place August 8th through the 11th. With over 40 sessions that will help you grow your business and yourself, tons of live networking, and of course, our virtual dance party, it is going to be four straight days of action-packed fun, education, and motivation. If you have not attended before, trust me, you don't want to miss it. And if you have joined us in the past, you know, we just had to make it even bigger and better. This round is sponsored by the color cure and between them, our other sponsors and speakers and the huge announcement we have coming plus all the giveaways. There is so much in store for attendees this time around. Registration is open now, and you can grab your completely free ticket by heading to femalesonfiresummit.com. And I hope that I will see you there in August. Hi, Deanna. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you. I'm so excited for you to be here. This is, I think this is going to be a fun episode because I know we talk a lot about business and we get into a lot of like motivational and mindset stuff, but I feel like I don't get into like health and fitness stuff a lot, but it does impact your business a lot. And so I'm really excited to dive into everything we're going to talk about. (laughs) Uh, But before we get into that, why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about you and how you got into doing what you do and what that journey has looked like? Yeah, definitely. So, um, I started, uh, very, very long time ago. My mom owned a women's only gym when I was growing up. So she opened it when I was about 11 years old and I used to just be like the kid that would like, you know, tag along with my mom to her business. So I would just kind of be there and I think I, I've always been a hard worker. So I was just, you know, doing like cleaning and 
washing, doing like the laundry, washing and folding the gym towels and whatever I could just to like earn some money. Um, but then when I was 15, I started working at like the front desk at my, it was like my summer job and loved it, loved every second of it. I was like, give me as many hours as I can. And then when I was 16, I, um, became certified in group fitness. So like the group fitness exercise classes, and it was the youngest that you could be come certified at that, at that time. So my mom was like, you're getting certified. You're going to start teaching classes and this is what's happening. So basically like right after, (laughs) right after I got, I turned 16, I took my test and I got certified and I started teaching probably within like three weeks after that. Um, and I joke that I was like her little workout slave, (laughs) but (laughs) I actually loved like every single second of it. And I was like addicted to it. So I was addicted to the sweating, the endorphins. Um, I really, really liked creating the workouts. They were like 30 minute workouts, but I loved creating them. I would like, you know, I'm like a 16 year old and I'd like think that I'm you know, the person that's in those workout DVDs, like Jane Fonda. (laughs) And then I also really loved like the community of women that like, that we built through these exercise classes and stuff like that. So a lot of that has like transitioned over into what I do now with, um, mostly 30 minute workouts. I have a, a big YouTube channel, um, and the community that I've built with my business, um, And there's a lot more into that. Like I, you know, I myself have gone through like fitness struggles. I gained 30 pounds in college, not the freshman 15, (laughs) it was the the sophomore 30 actually. And, and, but I actually was able to lose all of that, um, afterwards. And it was a lot of mental struggle that made me gain the weight. And then having to do a lot of mindset work and self-development to lose that weight and kind of bring me back to like where I was when I was 16. But yeah, so a lot of community, a lot of creativity in my workouts. And that's kind of how I, I started my, my business, um, way back in 2014, my mom had to close the gym during the recession in 2008. Um, and, I was a personal trainer at a different gym and moved around a lot because of my boyfriend, now husband's job. Um, And I wanted a way to connect with all of the people that I had met in person. So I created a blog. I had no idea what I was doing back then, (laughs) Uh, but I was like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to figure it out as I go. And maybe I can finally eventually make money with it somehow. I have no idea. Said um, every kind of entrepreneur ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. Um, and so that's how it, it grew. I, I figured it out as I went. And now we have a giant YouTube channel. I have a workout app. I have coaching programs. So I have a recipe guide, a whole bunch of stuff now. So I love it. That's so awesome. I I love that you said that because I'm like, that is literally every entrepreneur. It's like, I have no clue what I'm doing, but let me go figure it out. (laughs) I just like really went deep into the Google rabbit hole and I learned everything on YouTube, like how to design. I've designed my websites. I've never hired anybody to do any, anything. I've learned how to film workout videos myself. 
uh, like what kind of cameras to buy, what kind of computer to buy, what kind of website to do, like build and how to build it. I figured out coding. So, <laughs> I mean, there's definitely, you know, hiring somebody to do all of that or a coach to teach you is definitely beneficial, but I had no money when I started. Yep. So I was like very much <laughs> entrepreneurship is so cool because you, you really do pick up a lot of skills and it's like, random, like you just said, I know how to code now. It's like, when are you ever going to use that? Except for maybe your own website. Like you're probably never going to do something with that or make money off of that, but you have that skill now. And it's just like, entrepreneurship is so funny that way, because you pick up so many things that you're like, what am I going to do with that? Like, why do I even have the skill? You know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's a blue color that should be like you know, yellow on my website. And then I have to figure out how to fix it. Yeah, literally the struggle is real. I totally, I understand that from someone who DIY'd pretty much like most of my business for ever. I, I understand that like to a T. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I figured out how to edit videos. I'm like, you know, I could edit a home video right now and it would look professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily I have somebody who does that now for me, but you know, I did a lot of it for years. It's so, so funny. I always see like, you know how local commercials are like always bad. Like you can tell if it's a local <laughs> commercial when you're watching TV. I always see local commercials and I literally like look at my husband and I'm like, gosh, I could have made that so much better. Like I could have filmed that on my iPhone and edited it in my app and it would have looked yeah. so much better. Um, oh yeah. Probably the acting. It's probably yeah. not true, but I'm like in my head, it's definitely true. Like, I feel like I have a lot yeah. of skills from entrepreneurship. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yes, for sure. I love it. I love <laughs> it. That's awesome. Well, I love that you like kind of got, got into it so young, but that it's kind of transitioned what it looks like for you. I think that's a cool testament to entrepreneurship too. It's just like, you don't necessarily end up where you start, right? Like it yeah. goes through this kind of journey and these pivots and just very transformational of like what I'm doing now doesn't look anything like what I was doing two years ago. And it doesn't look like what you were doing in 2014. Right. So, um, I just think that's cool that, that it goes on that kind of journey and yeah. I mean, like, like another example is like when I first kind of really got started, maybe like back in like 2015, like online personal training kind of started taking off. And like back then I was like, I don't want to anything to do with that. That sounds like nothing that I want (laughs) anything to do with. And like, now I do coaching, but in my mind, it's like so different because I'm like, it's not like I'm like, you know, sending you these workouts. Like this is exactly like what you're supposed to be doing. It's like, it's no, like the coaching that I'm doing and I, and I put off opening myself up to coaching for so long because I got in this mindset like that it had to be like this online training but like the coaching that I do is more like mindset training and like education around nutrition and stuff and we barely even talk about the workout portion it's everything else that we talk about so but like I closed myself off to that for so long yeah and I could have opened myself up to it and it like expanded my business a little bit differently but like I just was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then I finally opened it up and it's like been this whole, like, I'm like, this is what my business needed. This is what I needed to do. Why didn't I do this earlier? (laughs) Yep. It's always, why didn't I do this earlier? Always. I love that though, because I think 
I think it's cool. And this is kind of a good transition into our conversation. I think it's cool that like you teach health and fitness, like you teach workouts, you teach like how to get healthier and how to get in shape and all this stuff. But like that, that isn't all you teach. Like it's a lot of mindset. It's a lot of like doing that kind of inner work that you don't really see. And I think that's, what's so important is like, this is why I thought this episode was so cool because I am not the most healthy person. <laughs> I am definitely not a health and fitness person. Like I know um, you, I know you. In, you terms, to, like... in terms of could we do better? The answer is always going to be yes for me. Um, I am a like six Dr. Peppers a day kind of girl. And oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. It's, know. it's not it's not the best. Um, so I could never like do this episode on my on my own. So, but that's why I think it's cool because there is a a pretty huge aspect of like, if you start, not even start, if you just neglect your health, if you neglect fitness, if you neglect that mindset work, like it is going to seep into other areas of your life and especially your business. And yeah, I've seen that a lot just over the past couple of years. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm still drinking all the Dr. Pepper all day long, but like, I'm doing a lot better than I was (laughs) three or four years ago in terms of health and fitness. That's really like, that's what it comes down to. It is just trying to be better. Yeah. You you don't need to like remake your entire life overnight. That's not sustainable, but like just trying to be better Yes, every day is the goal. Right. Exactly. Business, (laughs) in your life, in your fitness, in your nutrition. Like, I think we just overcomplicate it a lot, but yeah, I think, I think neglecting your health is is huge. Like, um, you and I went to the, to the, um, powerhouse women event Mm -hmm. last fall and she had, uh, I never know if I say her name, right. Patrice Washington. Yes. Okay. Yes. I love her. And she does, she does the redefining wealth and like the very first pillar of it is your health. Like if your health is not in check, you're never going to be able to get your financials in check. And it's the same with your business. And it doesn't mean that you have to be this crazy workout person who like goes to the gym for four hours a day. Like, no, you just need to like be mindful of it and like be aware of like the thing, the foods that you're putting into your body affect your, your brain power, like, and how your energy is. And if you don't have a clear mind or energy to do the things that you need to do in your business, your business will suffer. Same with like your financials. Like if you're not, you know, taking care of your mind and your body, eventually your financials will also suffer. So it's like, it's all connected. And I've realized this through my own personal development. You know, I was working with my clients as I was going through um, my own personal development. And I was like, hearing things from my coaches about like, just like mindset and consistency and, um, just like, uh, confidence and things like that. And I was like, all of this is business related, but all of this also I can use with my client in their health and their fitness and, and how they're feeling it. I just need to restructure it and rephrase it in a way that they can implement into their health or their nutrition or something like that. So it's been very interesting going through my own development and seeing how it relates to health and fitness and mindset and all of that. So 
Yeah. And I, I think too, I think we just have a culture of like, I don't know. It's like, there's too many options, right? Like, Oh yeah. If you start to think like, okay, I'm not a super healthy person or I need to get in better shape or, um, I, I do want to start working out or what it's like, there's so many options where it's like, okay, this person swears by diets and this person swears by counting calories. And this person is like, no, just drink these protein shakes or do these juice cleanses or do this or do that. And yeah. there's like a million different workout apps. And it's like, well, which one do I do? Which one actually yeah. works? Like, and everybody is so different that there's not really like a one way that's like a universal, like this is going to work for everybody kind of thing. Right. And, and that's, that's why I think I really like you is just because it's like, <laughs> like the, that's the goal, right? Do better than yesterday. Do better. Yeah. Right. Like that's, yeah. that's overall the goal. And so if that means that you weren't working out before and now you go do a 15 minute workout every other day, you're doing better, right? Like that's yeah. one step in the right direction. Um, yeah. but what is your, what is your advice for that? Like for the person who, and I'm probably talking more about myself than anybody else, but, um, <laughs> what for the person who's like, okay, I work from home. I'm in front of our computer all day or, you know, on a phone all day with clients. And I don't even know where to start. Like, I want to eat healthy. I want to yeah. do the workouts. I want to do all the things, but I have no idea yeah. where to even begin because I'm so inundated with people telling me what I should be doing. Where do you start? Like, how do you find the right yeah. thing for you? Well, I think with fitness, uh, just honestly walking and you and I have had this conversation before of like, there's this reel around Instagram that is like, well, I have to go outside now to take my stupid walk for my stupid mental health. But like, <laughs> it's, it's real. And it, and right. just walking, like we are humans and, you know, I don't try to be like super like bro science and stuff like that, but like we're humans <laughs> and we were meant <laughs> definitely not bro science, but we're humans. And we were meant to, to walk. We we're meant to walk long distances to find our food, to, you know, we're hunters and gatherers. We were meant to walk. And so I think just going outside and walking and for you in particular, since I know <laughs> you, like you have a beautiful beach that you can go and yes. walk at, which, and, you know, and it, it also helps to bring some creativity. Like I, I live in Arizona in the desert, but every single time I go outside on a walk, you know, one, I, I do some self-development. I usually listen to some kind of podcast, or if, if I'm not feeling a podcast that day, I put on some kind of music that helps to inspire me and it can change every day. And that's okay. But like being outside with the fresh air, the sunshine, like, you know, if we're working at home, all of us are working inside, we need vitamin D. It is very, very important. And yes. we need real vitamin D from the sun, <laughs> not just from a pill. Um, but vitamin D will give you energy. Like, and those things again, will help with your creativity and just going outside for a 15 minute walk in the morning, 15 minute walk in the evening, those add up over time. So that's like the very like bare minimum that I would say. And it, and it helps again with like mental clarity and things like that. Um, but a 15 minute workout, people are always like, Oh, I have to go to the gym for an hour. It's not going to count. But like, it does count. Every little bit counts. And I, and I talk about this, this book a lot with like my clients, but, um, atomic habits by James clear. Yes, love um, that. and I always go back to like, well, if you're just 1% better today, 
that's going to add up over time. Every single day, if you just keep getting 1% better, that's fine. So like do some pushups, do like, you know, a set of pushups today, do two sets of pushups tomorrow. It doesn't have to be this, you know, again, big overhaul of your life. Those small habits are going to add up and they become part of your life. And then that you get into it. Um, and it starts just kind of snowball. Um, and then for somebody who's new in terms of like nutrition, I always tell people to like, start with what seems to be the, the hardest meal for you to kind of like stay on track. Right. So for example, say it's like breakfast, if it's like a mom that has like three kids or whatever, and like, she never eats breakfast and she, she knows she should eat breakfast, but like, she never seems to eat it. So how can you make it easier? Is that meal prepping? Is that, um, like having a really great, like quick grab and go smoothie, like choose which meal it is that you find the most resistance in or the most challenging to stay on track and focus on that meal. And again, like I'm a huge meal prepper and not in, not in the fact that like, I do like a three hour meal prep on the weekend. I just make sure that I have like some key components. Yeah. So for me, it's like our dinner. So I make sure that I have some kind of roasted vegetable, a protein, whether it's like fish or chicken or whatever, and some kind of healthy carbohydrates. So like sweet potatoes or something. So I have something like pre-made that I can throw together. So, right. um, just choosing like your one meal, you don't need to like do this elaborate meal prep. You can (laughs) choose like one thing. (laughs) And I think that's, what's so overwhelming. Like we see things on Instagram and I'm like, Oh, this person created like five amazing meals for the week. Like I'll never be able to do that. I don't have time. Okay. Well, so just choose one or maybe it's a snack or, you know, if you find yourself ordering, going through the drive-thru at lunch, like pack your lunch and focus on that meal. So Again, just choosing like the one thing that could make you better. Yeah. Over. I love that too. Cause I was even thinking like, just in terms of going to the gym, like there's so many people who are like, oh, I don't want to have to like go get in the car and go to a gym or like walk yeah. somewhere to go to the gym and, you know, do like have a membership or do all these things. And it's like, it's so simple to just like get down in the floor of your living room and do some sit-ups or do some push-ups yeah. or whatever but we feel so much resistance around that. And it's like, why? And I think when you really get down to the root of why it's like, oh, because I hop on Instagram and everybody I follow is posting their workouts in the mornings or whatever in gyms. And so it's like mentally like, you know, like driven into us all the time that like, this is what workouts have to look like. This is what getting healthy has to look like. This is what meal prep has to look like. And so I love this conversation because I think it's just like everything else in, in business, right? Like we we sit around and we talk about like, oh yeah, they might have this really amazing system or this really amazing, like content batching strategy or whatever. But if that feels overwhelming and you're not there yet, just find a way to plan your Instagram content ahead of time or find a way right. to organize your clients or whatever right. it is. Right. Well, why do we not do we're, we're willing to do that in business. Why are we not willing to do it in our own life? And I know right. like for me personally, we have a great gym in our co- apartment complex. And I'm like, some days I make it to the gym. 
Some days it's this little like yoga mat in the floor of my office. (laughs) And some days that looks like an hour workout where I'm like on an app, like following a workout. And some days Mm -hmm. it's me like doing stretches that I remember from my dance days. Like it's, it looks different every time because it's just like, what do I feel? I have the time and capacity for today. And those days where it's just like stretches from my dance days in my office, I'll be scrolling Instagram and I'm like, I can't take this content in right now because it's going to make me feel bad about myself. Exactly. And I think that's the key to it is learning when you need to keep scrolling and move on and not like, not watch the the app. (laughs) Yeah. Like close out the app. Don't watch the the video of a woman doing a three hour meal prep. If you know good and well, that's just going to make you feel guilty. And then you're going to go binge something unhealthy because of it, like just do whatever you can do. Exactly. I love that idea of just like, what's going to make you 1% better. What's like the one thing you can do to get a little bit better tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's one of those, you know, it's even I struggle with like, you know, saying consistent sometimes like, you know, for, I don't know, two years, probably. I'm like, I really want to get back into yoga. I want to get back into yoga and there's a yoga studio down the street, but like, it's a hot yoga. And I'm like, I really don't want to like sweat that much <laughs> that I have to wash like my a hair certain level of sweat that you're okay with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to sweat that much, but I do want to do yoga. And I'm like, there's a million like I have friends that are yoga instructors that have their own yoga app and like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, like, but I can't do it at home. Cause I want this like certain vibe and I need, yeah. it's like, needs to be like, my house needs to be like clean. And then like, finally, I don't know, literally three days ago, I was like, all right, I'm just going to put on this yoga app. It's going to be, I'm going to do 10 minutes of yoga before I go for my run. And I was like, that was freaking awesome. Yep. That was amazing. Why haven't I done this before? And then I was, <laughs> and I was like, it's not, you know, the 60 minute or 90 minute yoga class that like I, in my brain was like, I have that it has to be that like 10 minutes was like still amazing for my body. Like my body felt amazing on my run. I was like, this is great. I've never felt this good like on my run. And so I, that I've been crying to like incorporate that into my morning routine now. Yeah. So when I think that's just, it is like, you said this earlier, but it can be simple. Like, I know you said like, okay, if you really have no idea where to start, just start with a walk. And I'm just thinking like, literally like the days where my brain is just like all over the place. And I have so much that I'm working on. My dog will walk in my office and just look at me like, can we go out now? You know? And I'm like, that's probably a good idea. Let's, let's get out of here. And so I'll just walk him kind of around our, our area And if it's like a sunny day and stuff, like I get outside and like feel the wind blowing and feel the sun and all that stuff. And it's like two minutes of being out there. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go back inside. I just want to keep walking him around for a while. And sometimes I got to get back in. Sometimes I'll walk him around for like 20 solid minutes because it's like, you just instantly feel better. And I think, you know, you were talking about those endorphins and stuff earlier. And I think that's just it. Like whenever you make yourself do the thing you're going to almost instantly feel it. And it's almost that like high of like, wow, this really did make me feel better. Like whatever that is, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just like Elle Wood said, happy people just don't kill their husbands. (laughs) 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 Ah, yes. 
I, every time somebody says endorphins, it's just like, I have to say it. <laughs> that is one of my favorite, like, <laughs> favorite movies from my childhood. Just right. I love it. She's like boss babe goals. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But like, it's the, the workouts, it's just like, they, they make you feel better. They make your brain work. Like yeah. we are meant to have blood flowing through our bodies like that, you know? So it's a beautiful thing once you get moving and even just like simple desk stretches that you can do. Just like I have, I don't know if you are, we're on video right now, but I have a little <laughs> timer cube on my desk and it's got like 15, 30, 60 minutes and stuff. And I usually use it for my work to keep my brain from straying, but I use it too, to like get some movement in. Like I'll put 15 minutes and I take a break and I'll like get on the floor and do some yoga stretches or, um, like some dance stretches like you, I was a dancer as well. So, and I'll like, just do some simple movement that feels good. And then I get back to my desk and I'm like, this is way better. Yeah. And it's funny because like, I I don't usually wear it, but like Apple watch will be like, get up and move. Like, yeah. Come on, you've been sitting too long. And, and sometimes we just like, ignore it. And then, but like, we should actually like, listen to it and be like, oh yeah, like I should move. <laughs> well, I think too, like sometimes it's just building that into your schedule. Like, even if you're a really busy person, you've got a lot going on. Like I know I'm very type a and I'm very like yeah. time management conscious. And so I do a lot of like block scheduling on my calendar. So like schedule that time. I, I literally am always telling my clients, like, if you're afraid that you're going to get distracted by like Instagram or TikTok or whatever, then schedule time in your day for you to just randomly go through and scroll that way. Right. You've got like 10 minutes that you can just scroll and yeah. like everybody's content or watch stories or do whatever. So that then you can have like two hours of deep work where you're not getting distracted. I think it's the same thing. Like sometimes you just yeah. have to be like, okay, I'm going to schedule in 10 minutes to just go walk outside and for 15 minutes for a quick workout or a stretch or whatever. And I think when you start to schedule those things, it like gets easier because I feel like as somebody who has made this excuse many, many, many times, um, I feel like the number one excuse is always just like, well, I just don't have time. Like, you know, by the end of the day, like I get up in the morning and it's such a rush to get started. And then I'm working all day and I get behind. And by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. And I just want to like sit down and relax. And I just don't have time for it. I don't have time to just go for a walk and enjoy life. And it's just like, but when you build it into your schedule, when you start to make it like you were saying a habit, yeah, find that you do have time. And it, that reminds me of, um, I feel like I'm going to butcher this, but it's that like age old quote of like, um, you'll make time for what matters. Right. Yeah. And, and I think you hit this point in your life where you will start to realize like, this is something I've been neglecting and now like it's mattered for a while. And now I'm kind of <laughs> like, I'm up to the wire, you know, like yeah. I gotta fix this. I gotta do yeah. better. Whether your body will definitely tell you, yeah. It'll, it can only take so much. And then it's going to be like, Hey, uh, excuse me. I matter. <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes. Knock it on your door. Like I am here and I matter and you need to listen to me. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's very interesting. I, I have a lot of clients that, um, that I work with too, that like, like, oh, well, I'm just so busy. And like, and all of us are busy and and it's our very favorite excuse in life of like, I'm just too busy to do, to do anything. But I, 
I have a, a way of like talking with clients of, I, I make them put on like, it's basically a pros and a cons list, right. Of like working out like pros. Um, I feel better. I look better cons. It takes time. Um, sometimes people are like, I'd rather have like a clean house than like spend the time to do my workout or whatever. But like, do you like you, and when you go back to it, there's like the pros significantly outweigh the cons. Right. Yeah. And it's like, and it can be, it can be deep stuff on the pros. Like I've had clients that are like, you know, I want to be desirable for my husband. I want to feel sexy. It, it can go deep of like what the workout yeah. pros are or even nutrition, whatever, whatever it is, you can choose this. You can use this in business too, but a pros and a cons list for everything that you do. And it's like, okay, well, if I have all of that, like I'm, my confidence is going to be much better. I'm going to feel better about myself. I'll have more self-esteem, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, do I really care about like these smaller things? Like, do I care about a really clean kitchen? Do I care about, um, you know, talking for an hour on the phone with my friend? Like you can, you can take that time out. Do I need to watch three hours of Netflix at night after work? (laughs) Yeah, there it is. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it, you just pros and cons and it's like, okay, I can fit 15 minutes into my schedule of like, of movement. And you could do it while you're watching Netflix. If you want, True. like, True. you know, you can make it work. You can make it work. Yeah. But I think that prioritizing like, and making it part of your schedule, you, you kind of have to do it. It's a little bit of trial and error, right? You need to figure out one, what works with your schedule. And if you're really dedicated to making like fitness workouts is specifically like a part of your lifestyle. Sometimes you do have to just put that first thing in the morning so that you get it done. And like, I know myself, like if I don't get my workout done first thing, it's most likely not going to happen. Like, I (laughs) I just know that, you know what I mean? And so I have to get up, you know, do I want to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go run? No, but like, like I have to, I've got these goals that I have related to running. I have like, it, it makes me feel good. The rest of the day, I feel good. I feel accomplished. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and run. <laughs> so you have to make some sacrifices. Sometimes you do, but to me, it's worth it. And you have to choose that, that pros and cons. Like, is it worth it? Yeah. And see, I'm the, I'm the opposite of that. I'm like, I can't work out in the morning. It makes me feel so sick. Yeah. Um, and so I'm one of those that like wants to go at like six in the evening or something yeah. like go, you know, to the gym or do a workout, come back shower and then like eat dinner or something like that. And yeah. I feel like that stems from like, I grew up in dance where I'd like, I'd get up and I'd go to school all day and then I'd go to the studio and that's yeah. when I'd be really active and I'm yeah. a night owl too. And I say that all the time. And then people are like, there's constantly just like morning people that are like, you do your workouts at night. Oh my God. That sounds awful. Yeah. And I'm like, but it I works. Used to, like, I used to be the same way. Yeah, I mean, I works. used to be the same way for sure, but, uh, it's like, you know, I have a two and a half year old now. So dude wakes up at, you know, five <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I don't really yep. have a choice, but, yep. but like, but again, if, if I don't get something in, before like the chaos with him, it won't yeah. happen. Like he exhausts me. I'm so tired. Like I could never chase him around and then go get my workout in. It's just not possible. But again, like it do what works for you. It doesn't have to be what everybody else is doing. Same with like business. Like you said, you're a night owl, which means, yeah. you know, 
you're not one of those entrepreneurs that gets up and gets their day started at four o'clock in the morning and like yep. gets everything done by 9am. Like, no, you're probably just yeah, having you, your coffee. You know at this. We were at a retreat yeah. together and you guys yeah. were up at like, I don't even know what time. <laughs> and I'm like, at, you know, one in the morning, I'm still up and you guys are like, okay, good night. And I'm like, okay, I'll yeah, be here. Like, like, you know, you get your, you get your work done and you make it work yeah. for you. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad entrepreneur because you're working, you know, exactly. at 10 o'clock at night, you it's know, knowing yourself and knowing like, when are you the most energized? Like, where are you going to hit the most resistance? Like what, yeah. you know, what's just not going to work for you. Right. And yeah. avoiding that. And leaning into, okay, what is going to work for me? Even if it's not the thing that you're coming across on Instagram all the time, yeah. or even if it's not the thing that's being pushed as the norm. Yeah. And like I said, I think we just, we do this in business where we're willing to be like, oh, this is what everybody says the standard is for content or systems or working with clients or whatever, but this is what works for me. And we're so willing to like, forge our own path in business because we think it's going to set us apart, but then nobody wants to take that and apply it to their own like personal life and to health and fitness. And yeah, I think it just, when you allow yourself to be like, I am doing my best, yeah, (laughs) just aiming to be a little bit better than yesterday. This is what works for me. This is what doesn't. Yeah, it does. It makes, and it's like, it's just the same kind of like reflection that you have to do within your business too, right? Like you have to, in order for your business to succeed, you kind of have to like take a step back. You look at what's working at what's not working. And then you kind of just pivot to, to what is working. And it's the same thing in your health and your fitness. Like, you know, I, I forget who said this, but somebody was like, I put my alarm on, on at like six o'clock every single day for an entire year. Yep. To work out in the morning. And I never, I think it was our friend, Megan. Yeah. I think Megan said it at our retreat and she's like, I put my alarm at six o'clock every single morning for a year. And I never did it. <laughs> I never did it for a she, year. I remember so I finally, saying that now. Yeah. It's like, I, like, I finally, I finally realized it just like, wasn't going to happen. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. It would not have taken me a year to figure that out. It would have right. taken so like, it's like one just day. The same kind of self-reflection that you need to do within your business. You need to take that with your, your health and your fitness and I think it's also important to rem- like remind ourselves, like with our health and, f- health and f- fitness, like that's going to change and evolve over time too. So yeah. like what worked for you even six months ago may not work for you now based on like your lifestyle or your preferences or whatever. Like, you know, I used to be really big into strength, like weightlifting and strength training. And I would work, I would weightlift like six days a week. And I loved it. And I enjoyed every second of it. And I would like, look forward to going to the gym. Me now I'm like, that doesn't sound (laughs) appealing right now. And like, I'm part of me is like, Oh, I'd love to get back to it. It'd be great. But like, and I know I would like it once I got into it, but I'm in a season of my life now where I'm like, no, I just want to like, I want to run because I like running and it makes me feel good. And then I like doing like Pilates, like, you know, it's, and we don't need to and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like, those are my, and I still do some weightlifting and less than I did before, but I would say like right. maybe two, three days a week of like lower weights and more full body kind of workouts instead of like body splits and blah, blah, blah. But, 
but you know, just being okay with like, this is the season that I'm in. And just because it's not the same as a bodybuilder six days a week, like right. it's still good. It's still beneficial. I'm still getting all of those benefits and my body feels good and that's okay that it's different. Like it doesn't need yeah. to be the same. Yeah. I I'm glad you said that. And I think that's important to note because again, it's just like everything else, right? Like we have seasons and I think too, like it may not even be like you shifting the season of life that you're in. It could literally just be like a week to week thing. Like I know my August is nuts, right? Like there's just so much going on. There's so much traveling. There's so much everything. Every August is like this. So it's like, okay, I know that. So how am I going to plan for that in advance? And August is going to look very different than July or September, right? Like July and September, I'll probably have more time to take my workout seriously and pay attention to nutrition and get enough sleep and do all that's not going to happen in August. I'll be lucky if I make it to a gym like once in August. And so like know that ahead of time and just say, okay, like I need to plan for it. But I really believe not that you need to plan out like every second of your life and everything that you're going to do and all that stuff. Like I can be a spontaneous person, but I do think there's some level of like, if you don't plan it, it, it will not happen. Like you will, if you didn't find a way you'll find an excuse. Yeah. You no. Know? Exactly. And so I think on some level you have to kind of look ahead and go, okay, I know I have a crazy week or I know this month is yeah. kind of nuts or, um, I know, you know, we're going to be traveling during these dates. So like, how am I going to adjust to make sure that I'm still getting what I need and doing what I need to do? Yeah. Yeah. And it's as simple as like taking some time on Sunday to just like, look at what's, what's happening this week, because, and then like another thing from like atomic habits with, with James clear stuff is like, you know, planning, you know, not just like, okay, I'm going to work out, but like, no, I'm going to work out on these days at these times at this location. And the more that you like say like, this is what I'm going to do, the more likely that it is to happen. So just taking some time on Sunday. And we, I, again, I think probably a lot of your listeners are good about this, like looking at the week ahead and planning their business week, but like planning your life too. And not just, not just your health and your fitness, but like just everything, because we also need to find joy within our life too. And like time for play and hobbies that we enjoy, because all of that you know, helps our, our mindset and our health, like hobbies are part of our health yeah, too. So it's like, (laughs) you know, and just the mindset and the creativity and things. So just like looking and trying to make sure that there's time for all of it. And there, there can be time. Like there's, again, we have to make a little bit of sacrifices and the hardest part about, you know, your workout is like starting it once, like you said, you know, with walking your dog, once you're two minutes in, you're like, Oh, I could really, like, I, I would actually like to keep doing this. It's like, if you're feeling resistance with a workout or something like that, just commit to two minutes. And then once you get the two minutes in, you're like, this isn't so bad. I'm going to keep going. Like I've already, I'm already dressed. I got my shoes on. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So, and we do the same thing, like, you know, for example, like writing an email campaign in our business, right? We're like, Oh, I got this like writer's block. But as soon as you start typing, you're like, Oh, it just flows right out or a blog post or whatever, you know, a caption on Instagram. It's just like, once you start, 
it just keeps going. So it gets easier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally, we keep saying this, but it's like everything else. I mean, yeah, just coming full circle, you were talking about, um, like when you started your business and like, now it doesn't look anything like it did then. And, um, you know, there was a lot of learning and a lot of pivots and a lot of, and I literally said, like said every entrepreneur ever, because that's so (laughs) typical of entrepreneurship is having to like, basically say, I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I have no idea how to do that, but I'm going to figure it out. And I think it's the same thing. And I don't know, I don't know what, why it's so ingrained in us to not approach workouts or nutrition or whatever with the same tenacity that we approach blogging or YouTube or podcasting (laughs) and entrepreneurship, right? Like it's so simple for us to jump into business and go, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'll, I'll figure it out or I'll drown yeah. like one of the two. Well, you I know? think it's one of those things that same with business. You start, you know, in the beginning, you're like, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. But then you start getting to this point, And I'm sure you've experienced it at some point that you start, you start letting all of these noises and things and whispers come yep. in and you start thinking Absolutely. about it. And you're like, Oh, am I doing this right? I mean, is this wrong? Oh, he says to do it this way. She says to do it this way. And you start feeling this self-doubt in your, in your body. And you're like, maybe my, maybe I'm not running my business the way I should be doing it. And it's this, and I think it's the same with the fitness stuff. Like, you know, you start listening to Susie Q down the street. Who's like, well, you know, I lost 30 pounds eating oat bran. And you're like, (laughs) what? Like brand cereal. Like what? You're like, I don't (laughs) want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, it's the same thing. We hear all these like, oh no, keto works. No, counting your macros works. Oh no, it's this. So like we have this one, we're overwhelmed, like you said. And then two, it's just like, well, if I don't do it this way, it's not right, but there is no right or wrong. Same with business. There is no right or wrong way. It's just what works for you. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love this conversation so much. I feel like we could probably get into this for much longer, but I love this because (laughs) I do think it, it just, it really does impact your business. And I think, you know, it's really easy to like, go put on a health and fitness podcast, if that's what you want to hear. And then you have business podcasts when that's what you want to hear. But I think you mentioned earlier that it's all so connected and it really is. And we've never done an episode like this before. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do on this because it's not my area, but (laughs) yeah, but, but I, I love it because I think if you really want to be successful in business. And we talk a lot about personal development too. And I think that comes out in a lot of like motivational mindset. Let's talk about imposter syndrome kind of ways. But the truth is like personal development, it's very personal and it's developing like every single part of you. Right. And that is so connected to your business. It's so connected to your success. And so it is so important to make sure that you're not ignoring that. Right. Like, I mean, we sit around and talk about like, don't ignore your finances. Don't ignore, um, you know, time with your family. Don't ignore taking vacations. Don't ignore paying yourself. Don't ignore all of these different like areas of your life because there's gotta be some, some system of checks and balances. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, that, it just makes me think back to, um, I always listen to, 13 truths by Matthew McConaughey. It's his speech that he gave. And it's my favorite motivational speech of all time, but he talks in there about like, um, 
having this system of like, he's got five areas of his life where these are the things that matter to him the most. And these are the things that he know, he knows if they're all good, the rest of my life will be good. And he's like, I check in with those every single week. And it's like, am I in the red or am I in the black? You know? And I haven't listened to it, but he's amazing. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, like my, my afternoon jam today. I think I'm obsessed with it. It's like 45 minutes. And I think I listen to it once a week and (laughs) I listen to a lot of motivational speakers and I know he, you know, mostly is an actor, but he gave it at like do anything that man I'm telling you the whole world would follow him. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, he, he gave it at like a college graduation one time and it's like Mm -hmm. a 45 minute speech and it just, I'm just like, every time I hear it, I'm so motivated, you know, but but he talked about that, that system of checks and balances. And I think that's, what's really important is like, what are those things that are most important to you? What are those things that are going to give you the most energy and the most motivation and the most joy? And how does that affect the rest of your life and making sure that those, whatever those things are for you. And one of them is probably health and fitness, because if you don't, even if you don't think you care about it, if you neglect it, you don't care about it. Not everything else is not going to be good. Right. So I just think this was an important conversation that I'm glad we got to have. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. Cool. Well, we always close our episodes out with our rapid fire round. So these are some fun, quick questions for you that I just think it's fun for our listeners to get to hear. So are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. So ready. What is, I feel like this is going to be funny considering what we just talked about, but what is one thing that you do every day, um, that makes you feel alive and on fire? Ooh, uh, literally on fire in Arizona (laughs) in the summer being outside. But again, I have my son, um, he's two and a half and we, are it, me, him, and my husband, we are the three best friends that anyone could have ever. <laughs> but we are outside every single day, even in 115 degree heat, yep. literally on yep. fire, doing something outside. So that is whether it's walks, we ride bikes. He's a very good bike rider, my little dude, playing baseball, swimming. I love anything that. outside. So I love it. I will take your 115 degree dry heat over. Yeah my current 108 degree heat in North Carolina, yeah, uh, yeah. where, where I, the yeah, humidity is little, awful. Uh, yeah, yeah. The afternoon rain every single day in the summers. Yeah. Over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would, I would much prefer the dry heat to, um, yeah. to what we have here. It's awful. It's so <laughs> hot. Um, okay. Yeah. What is the last book or podcast that you loved? Ooh, Ooh, I, I go, I go back to my, the atomic habits book. I listen to that a few times a year. Yeah. <laughs> Regularly. Regularly. And even just if it's a chapter or two, but I've listened to, I, I use, they're usually audiobooks that I, that I have. So, uh, that would be my number one because I just always come back to it. I love that. And it's such a good book. So yeah. Totally understand that. (laughs) If somebody asks advice on their next investment for their business, what would you tell them to go out and do or look for or buy? For their business. Ooh. 
video. Mm, I like that one. Video. Yeah. Some kind of video um, content strategy or learn to film or YouTube or something like YouTube has been huge for my business. So yeah. um, I think video gives people a lot, a lot better of an idea of who you are rather than just reading something. I think podcasting is a fantastic, great, amazing, uh, but seeing somebody's face and their reactions and things like that, Absolutely. I think it is huge. Um, so even if you're a podcaster, having a YouTube channel, just so like people could see your, you know, facial expressions or things like that, um, I think is huge, but video yeah. investing in some, either learning it, having a coach to teach you about it um, and things like that. So I love that. That's yeah. such a good answer. Cause I think everything's going to video so fast. Yeah. All the and it's scary platforms. to be, I think it, it's very scary to, I mean, another quick thing is like, I, for years only wanted to ever do workout videos because that's what yeah. I felt comfortable doing. And finally over the last year or so, I've been like branching out more of like doing video content that's not workout related. And it's like just huge been huge for my business too. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Great answer. Um, we are all about shouting out other women and supporting other women at females on fire. So who is one woman that you want to recognize and give a shout out to? Ooh, it would have to be our mentor, Lindsay Schwartz at powerhouse women. Yeah. Uh, she changed my, her community and her just like changed my life. I joined just over a year ago, um, her, one of her programs, the six figure school. And, um, I've done two rounds of that. You and I are both in, um, the mastermind this year and just the, I would say that that's like really, really when my self-development started Yeah, and yeah, that's how it kind of transitioned and my mindset needed a lot of work. It was you know, almost two years in COVID. Yeah. I had a two year old, a year and a half old at the time I needed some help. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love that. She is such an incredible community builder and I love yeah, it because yeah. that's how we met. So yeah. Yes. Awesome. Last rapid fire question. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Ooh, done is better than perfect from Lori Harder which is probably, I've heard it like a million other places, but Lori Harder at the powerhouse women event last year, (laughs) because I am such a perfectionist that it has held me back a lot. I think in my business for years, and I have finally just accepted done is better than perfect. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's so true. Like so much of the time, right? Like you just have to put the thing out there or try the thing. And like I said earlier, like when I was first starting, like everything was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to do it. And like, and then, you know, after years of having a business and stuff, I would just kind of like, this isn't perfect. Everybody has better video quality. Everybody's got like better this, that. And like, but no, and I held myself back because I was like trying to have everything perfect. So yeah, done is better than perfect. If you wait for perfect, it never happens. Nope. <laughs> Literally never. <laughs> that's another thing that I talk with my clients too. I'm like, you know, a done workout is better than like a perfect workout. You could get Absolutely. five minutes done. <laughs> so. Yes. 
Absolutely. Well, tell everybody where they can find you online. What are you working on right now? What can they go grab? I know you've got a lot of different resources. Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff. Um, so I have the blog, my blog, the Um, and that is where you also find all the YouTube workouts. So you can find me on YouTube. Um, just search the live fit girl or live fit girl and you'll find me. There's hundreds of workouts on, on YouTube. Um, but I also have an app which is under a different name. It's called the fitness collective. Um, and that one also has, um, over 150, like exclusive workouts that are only found on the app. They're all full length, usually right around 30 minutes. We have a lot of brand new, like 15 minute workouts because I've, you know, just working with clients, like just something quick again, Yep. Anything is better than nothing. So um, the app um, is where all the gold, the gold nuggets are. Um, and on Instagram at livefitgirl. Yes. Love I it. I think if you go to the uh, website currently, there's a little freebie on there for a healthy barbecue recipe guide that you can get to, and you get two free weeks on the app. So there's lots of free stuff that you can try out and see what you Very like. Very cool. Yes. I love that. I love that. Well, we will link all of that up in the show notes. So if you're listening and you want to find Deanna and find everything she's got going on, go check out the show notes and you can click all of the links over there. Deanna, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you for just this incredible conversation. Yes. I always love talking with you. Yes. I think it's such an important conversation and I'm so glad that we got to have it, but I just want to say, I, I really appreciate your time and just your energy and your willingness to share with everybody. Yes. Thank you. That's it for this time. Don't forget to head over to the show notes at females on fire to grab bonus content from our guests, support the show or grab your females on fire swag. If you loved this episode, give us a quick shout out on Instagram by tagging at females on fire. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode to keep you fired up for those big dreams.